This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Despite being known as the prairie state, the reality today is that prairies are actually rare in Illinois. They've been taken over by farmland and development. And a special kind of prairie found in Rockford, one that's mostly dry gravel, is even more rare and is home to an endangered species. Activists and preservationists, they've been fighting for years to prevent it from being bulldozed over by the Rockford International Airport. But after many lawsuits and actions and rallying community support, the Federal Aviation Administration has sided with the airport, saying it can build a road through the prairie. So here with his thoughts on what this means for biodiversity in our region is Robbie Telfer, the manager of the Save Belbow Prairie Campaign. Welcome back, Robbie. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. So walk us through that decision by the FAA. The FAA uh, did a lot of typing, um, and they looked at they clearly were looking at the things that we were saying without ever responding to us directly. So it's sort of like a, a dictum from on high, a soliloquy that we had to parse through. And uh, they said that basically the airport can do what it wanted to do two years ago, um, just with more words. And um, yeah, basically the prairie is is uh, expendable to them. Mm-hmm. The administration found the, the changes to the roadway proposed by the airport, they're, quote, consistent with existing national environmental policies and objectives. Those are the more words you were referring to there. Mm -hmm. So construction, Robbie, it's supposed to start tomorrow. So Mm. what exactly is going to be bulldozed over? Describe it for folks who haven't seen it. Well, I would just like to mention that it was great to hear the weather report just a second ago where they're saying near the Wisconsin border there might be a snowstorm. That's maybe a higher power uh, saying that the prairie is important. But uh, yeah, this is going to bulldoze most of the rest of the remnant prairie. This is an ancient prairie that's 8,000 years old um, that is different than the adjacent grass fields right next to it um, because it is it has not ever been uh, developed for human use. And so the structures in the soil, I mean, it's really hard to make people like at the FAA to like care about microbes and fungi and bees and things like that when... Um, that's not their job. And like the FAA said, that it is consistent with other decisions. And mm-hmm. what are we supposed to do about that? Um, it's a broken law. And I've emailed them many times, called them many times saying it doesn't matter if all of this is legal. It's wrong. You know, there is an endangered species who lives there, but there are also endangered species, other endangered species that they acknowledge are there, that they're willing to kill. These, there are plants that are endangered that they're willing to kill, that they acknowledge in the report. And there's also there are bees living there. And other animals that are so rare that we don't have enough data on them to know whether or not they should be listed. And they might go extinct before we have that data. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that we manage endangered species in this country is broken, and it should be an Endangered Ecosystem Act. Let's talk more about that, because I did mention the endangered species earlier. It's uh, the rusty-patched bumblebee. Mm-hmm, That's what mm-hmm, we're talking mm-hmm. about. Tell us more about why this prairie is so important for for biodiversity and and what the FAA ruling now means for these bumblebees. Right. So rusty patch bumblebee is in sharp decline, as are a lot of bees in our country. Um, And there are other bees that occur at Bubble Prairie that are currently being petitioned to be listed as endangered species, like the Southern Plains bumblebee and the American bumblebee. Um, So basically... The more we fragment these ecosystems, the more we death by a thousand cuts them, uh, the more these bees will diminish. They, 
the FAA said that because the, the bees can forage nearby, it won't lead to the end of the species. Um, it won't lead to the destruction of this entire species, which is true. The species will continue to exist after Belleville Prairie is destroyed tomorrow, but um, it will be diminished. It will have less places to build nests. It will have mm. less places to forage with high-quality foraging, um, and uh, it will add to the stressors of climate change, of neonicotinoids, uh, these are pesticides, mm -hmm. of all the things that are put on, on the system, um, we need to give them as many chances as they can to, to flourish. And uh, in order to do that, a prairie remnant is a place where these species uh, don't occur other places. They've documented that 46 species of bee alone uh, won't show up in other places. There are 100 species of native bee that will use the prairie, and 46 of them are remnant dependent. They are mm -hmm. ancient prairie dependent, and they can occur other places. And that is just bees. Um, there are all kinds of animals there and plants that uh, just won't live other places. And it's because since the glaciers receded 8,000 years ago, um, the soil has had the opportunity to build this really unique uh, architecture underneath the ground with the, the root systems in place and the bacteria and fungi that uh, support these plants and these yeah. animals. Mm. Yeah. Well, and construction actually started months prior, right, Robbie? Yeah. And, um, and then you stopped it with a lawsuit? I wish I personally had stopped it. But um, the, the Natural Land Institute uh, was able to they actually, it wasn't the lawsuit that stopped it. It was the rusty patch bumblebee that was discovered on site there. Um, okay. A biologist for the Illinois Department of Natural Resources was on site and, and observed two rusty patch bumblebees. And because it was observed there, um, they stopped construction. And so the they tried one lawsuit and that didn't work. And so now they're suing the FAA and trying to um, put a stay on the construction tomorrow. And we'll find out today if that uh, stay is going to be put in place. And if we can make it to March 15th in one week, um, they're not allowed to do construction because that is the foraging season of the rusty patch bumblebee. And so we'll have another reprieve until October 15th. And that will give us another summer to find someone who's willing to negotiate with us from the FAA, from the Rockford airport. I mean, that's the problem is everyone I talk to is down with the prairie. And obviously like mm. my, my subset of people I talk to are all nature nerds, but even like non-nature nerd people are like, yeah, that sounds like a no-brainer. Why why does the road have to go through the prairie? And it doesn't. And we had an engineering yeah. firm design uh, show us designs where it doesn't have to go through I the mean, prairie. And I want to be clear here, Robbie, you are not opposed to this airport expansion. You have just wanted this road to be built elsewhere. Right? Make that clear for us. It is hard to, as an environmentalist, say that I'm for airports expanding. Um, but I am... Definitely okay with them building a road around this prairie, which they can do. You can ha they can have all of the goals they have for this project uh, while also preserving the prairie, and they don't want to, and they won't tell us why, other than that they, they need to do it. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about how you're going to fight the FAA's decision. Well, the NLI, Natural Land Institute, has some lawyers lawyering it up, and uh, they are suing the FAA, um, but we're also hoping that Governor Pritzker uh, will intercede because this is being paid for by state money. So everyone in Illinois, everyone in the prairie state is um, contributing uh, to the destruction of the prairie. And so everyone in the prairie state should be pretty mad about that. Um, and Governor Pritzker can say, you know, we, we already approved $3.6 million from state money to 
give to the Rockford Airport for this development. We're not going to give that to you until you can negotiate and figure out how to move this road. And a judge asked the airport to negotiate, to, to speak to the prairie advocates through a mediator, and the airport refused. Hmm. So what is next? You talked a moment ago about trying to make it to March 15. Yes. Um, so if we if if God can intervene and dump snow on the site tomorrow um, or whoever, uh, <laughs> then or if the, the judge um, can delay the construction until we can have the lawsuit go through its its thing. Um, yeah, we can make it to March 15th and then we'll have till October 15th. You are visibly frustrated, um, <laughs> audibly frustrated. Yeah. Were you surprised at the decision? Is, is that what it was? Did you did you think it would have come in your favor? Or I had hoped that someone at the FAA was just taking their time, you know, and knew that what was happening was wrong. I got to talk to someone not working at this, working on this at the FAA, who was super reasonable and super good to talk to. And I was like, man, why couldn't that guy be the one working on this? Because it, yeah, I had I had hoped, um, but as I said, like this is all legal, and the blame can be spread around between the Illinois Department of Transportation and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and the Illinois Department of Natural Resources and the mayor of Rockford and the mayor of Loves Park, Illinois. Uh, there's so much blame to be spread around that everyone can just be like, yeah, I'm sorry, but there's nothing really I could do. Like mm. like the FAA said, this is consistent with past decisions, so they. They, they could probably say that their hands are tied, yeah. um, even you though— You said you had hoped, but it sounds like you're still hopeful. There's some oh, yeah, hope there. As long as the, the prairie is there, I have hope. As long as it exists and we have folks who are out there, they're, they're called prairie watchdogs, and they show up and they yeah. just look at the prairie, and they also look at the extra security that the airport has hired to protect the prairie from us skinny people. So, um, yeah, it's— uh, it's still hopeful. Yeah. Um, there's still chances. Are there efforts to um, preserve other habitats for the rusty patch bumblebee? Yes. Um, a group of us are working on – so this is a high-quality natural area in Illinois um, that was owned by private hands, yeah. or in this case public hands, being run by very uncaring people. And we identify hundreds of these sites across the state um, that are in private hands. And some people don't even know they have these ecosystems mm -hmm. because no one's gone and told them. So we're going to create a like top 10 most endangered ecosystems in Illinois and give those landowners the opportunity to know what they have, oh, have it dedicated as an Illinois nature preserve mm -hmm. so that we don't have to get to this point ever again, because this sucks. This, this trying, like going to the Rockford airport, I went and spoke to their board last month and they just look at you in the face and you just sort of orate at them and then you leave and it's over. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, this is not how government is supposed to work. This is not how we're supposed to reach our 30 by 30 goals as a country. Um, it's just, uh, it's broken and dumb and I hate it. Save Bell Bowl Prairie campaign manager, Robbie Telfer. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Sasha.